Get the facts now. GoHearNext.com. Good morning from the traffic center. Got a report of a stalled vehicle. This one's coming westbound on 72 near Moore's Mill. Apparently a vehicle with a flat there. That's our only working incident this morning. Everything else looks really good. Need help catching up on those admin tasks? Snelling specializes in admin, accounting, and medical. 382-4000. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Sterling on Sunday, the excitement never stops. Fighting your neighbors who have better Halloween plans than you. We will have team coverage, plus changing attire on the interstate. The real dangers exposed this Sunday night. Sterling on Sunday. Sunday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. You pay for this! Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. You hear that? Ain't nothing sadder than an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat. Well, look at here. Red Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Well, to borrow Mr. Dobbs' line, it's gorgeous. I mean, next couple of days, just awesome. Last night, we're we're in the 40s. It's just incredible. Uh, real quickly, uh, second annual recovery resource fair that was canceled or re- for rescheduling. It's uh, rescheduled for today, 4.30 to 7.30 at um, One Stop Shop. For community services, uh, Clinton Avenue, Clinton and Seminole, they're going to have all the tents out because it had to be going to be an outdoor event. So uh, the recovery Reco- resource fair from the uh, partnership, um, uh, the partnerships recovery hub, resource hub partnership for drug free community. They're doing it today. Uh, instead of last week, so just wanted to let you know. I want to welcome in Steve Smith, uh, no stranger to the show. He's the incumbent for a District 2 in the city of Madison, embroiled in a runoff. It is runoff time. It is. The natives were restless. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, we already have, what, two new faces on the council. It's going to change? Be. Yes, right? it will. Yes. A lot of dynamics to it. Um, I want to get to, I was talking with um, with Huntsville Business Journal's uh, Bud McLaughlin. He's one who thinks eventually the, the temptation's too great. And, you know, now you have, what, four retail potential establishments for revenue that were taken out of Madison to get them back in. you got to annex this Cliff Farm thing. Right. Do you think eventually it becomes too tempting to pass up? You know, I think there's that potential. You know, I know they're going to bring it to us at some point, but like we talked about last time I was here, we just got to make sure it brings value to the city and brings value to the schools. And that's going to be the rub, right, because you're bringing in all those other homes if the revenue if the numbers don't work right and that's, uh, you're gonna have to build new schools either way right not necessarily uh we've already talked to the uh, new school superintendent uh, dr ed nichols about it and you know, education's changing and we've seen that this year with COVID. there's a lot of virtual learning and, yeah. and we feel like a lot of that's going to continue especially for the high school age group and so we, we offer more options and maybe you don't have to do more brick we, and mortar right exactly exactly so where 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 are things now? I mean, I, I Huntsville City um, last week passed a balanced budget. Their revenues were up um, more than I think a lot of people thought. I think your mayor has also said, uh, Mayor Finley has said, tax revenue was up in Madison. Uh, how are things looking? They're looking good. We actually passed our budget this past Monday night. Uh, our revenues up for 2020 or is up over 13 percent. So uh, we just have a lot of good stuff going on right now. So where did it come, where did it come from? Did people just step up, or were, were there new winners and new losers? You know, I've said all along the knock against Madison is we don't. I can't go buy a men's suit in the city of Madison. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that we've not brought in commercial wise. But what we do have is uh, grocery stores, restaurants, and a Lowe's. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this year, what people do since they're staying at home is go to Lowe's, go to the grocery store, go get something to eat and take it home. And stay away from everybody. And stay away from everybody. So because wow. of that, you know, kind of our weakness has become our strength this year, and it's really paid off. Um, do you feel caught up in this need for change, or do you feel like you can weather this next week? You know, I don't know why people would want to change. I mean, we're... Well, one was inevitable because you had one council member retire. But right. we did have one seat flip. So, 
Um, is it, I guess that's not a, that, that's not a, a landslide change. I mean, but you are going to have two new, new faces on the council. There is. And I think what happens is a lot of times, especially in the city of Madison, we have so many families over there and people just get caught up in their daily life. I mean, they, they drop their kids off at school. They go to work. They rush home from work to get their kid from school. Then there's always an extracurricular activity that they got to go to at night. And so people just stay busy with life. And then all of a sudden, election time rolls around, and then you have all these talking points that uh, opponents bring up, and people, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, so they've really not been involved or in the loop on things till election time, and then they get bits and pieces, and so they just kind of jump for change because things need to change. So how do you not get caught up in that? I mean, do, do you, obviously the, there are things the city could have done better, right? I mean, we do have drainage issues from some developments, and I'm sure there's the pothole that got forgotten somewhere. How do you avoid that? Well, personally, as an incumbent, I can't. I, I talked to a gentleman uh, last week, and he said he wasn't voting for me because I didn't put a four-way stop in front of his house. And it's like, well... I don't know what else I could do. I called the engineering department. I called the police department. We did studies. Uh, the police were out there, you know, radaring people coming through to check for speed. And the need was not there for a four-way stop. And I said, you know, they said we couldn't have one. It, it's it's not justified. And he said, well, I just feel like you could have done more. It's like, I don't know what else I could do. You know, so it's really not the overall picture people are concerned about. It's it's what's personal to them. And that's kind of hard to combat. Yeah. Um what could the city of the and again you know a lot of this stuff's still out there right i mean we don't know about town madison yet cuz it's not finished mm-hmm. right right so we don't know what the that, that was a, a, a somewhat of a gamble measured risk i guess is another way of putting it um but but the city did put a lot of put a, put a lot of beans in that basket right <laughs> we do have or a lot eggs of, depending we do have a lot of liability over there but with the uh with the base or multi-use facility that we've got over there that's going to host our, our trash pandas there's just going to be a lot of positive come up and, and the covid just kind of delayed that so it's kind of hard for people to see right now but i think in the next three to four months you're going to start seeing a lot of activity over there once again Sounds like he'd like to stay. Uh, anyway, Steve Smith is uh, well, he's on the ballot again uh, next Tuesday for you folks in Madison District 2. Uh, we'll discuss more about why he'd like to keep that job coming up. WTKI Talk. Find out more about your favorite shows at WTKIRadio.com. For the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. We hear all the time about the success of sports players in business with big-time ventures, but there's the other side. The hard side. Delonte West played as a point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. His last year in the NBA was with the Dallas Mavericks in 2012. Flash forward to today. In a viral video first reported on by TMZ, West was standing on the side of a road near a Dallas highway, homeless, asking for help. The 37-year-old, though, got a big assist from Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. He picked up West at a gas station in his Tesla where they agreed to meet. Cuban told the Washington Post, I can just confirm that I found him and helped him. The rest is up to Delante and his family to tell. West struggled with substance abuse and a bipolar disorder. TMZ reports Cuban took West to a hotel and has offered to pay for treatment at a drug rehab facility. And that is a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. Here's how we long for Skechers ArchFit Shoes. If you've never tried ArchFit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next-level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying ArchFit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. Skechers teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. See all the styles of machine-washable ArchFit Shoes now at Skechers.com. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. 
Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. I live alone and rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone, I knew I was in trouble. I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew I needed Life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone. Please call 1-800-414-2188 for your free Life Alert brochure. That's 1-800-414-2188. 1-800-414-2188. Call for your free Life Alert brochure today at 1-800-414-2188. Celebrate the Second Amendment. Sunday afternoon at 1. Gun Talk on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Well, uh, boy, I love this. We're we're like uh, 49. We dipped to 48. We're back to 49. We'll get to 76 today. A lot of sunshine. Already a pretty day. Steve Smith is uh, he's the incumbent for Madison City Council District 2 in I guess you know the one thing, and we talk about uh, we talk about that with Huntsville City officials, and I guess anybody in North Alabama, pretty much everybody's getting the benefits of all the the development. That, like all these, uh, I was talking earlier about jobs, jobs, and more jobs, and mm-hmm. crap. Yeah. We're in the pandemic, and we're still producing <laughs> jobs. Um, but it, having having said all of that. I mean, you probably go to some of these municipal gatherings, particularly in the state, and I'm, I'm sure you talk to other people, other officials. Who wouldn't want to be in the position of Madison or Huntsville or Athens? <laughs> well, we've always said it's a good problem to have. I mean, growth is one a hot topic for this campaign, but uh, I'd rather be talking about controlling growth than, you know, how do we start growth? But how do you control it? Because that's because you're poking a pig, right? I mean, you're, yeah. you're, it really comes down to just basically poking a pig. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one thing people don't understand is is growth is coming with all the jobs. Madison's going to continue to grow, and then you go into the the property owners. They have rights as property owners, and, and if they are legally able to annex or to rezone their property, we have to allow that. Or we get in trouble legally. So that's part of it as well. But what we can do is, if something is coming on, if a new development is coming on board, let's control the pace of that development. But can't you draw the line? Because I think that was a controversial thing that the city did do. One of the things that became a campaign issue is you have a track of land that was industrial, I guess, and it got rezoned. It was either commercial or industrial and got rezoned for residential. One of the things a lot of people said, no, we can't, because we can't, we can't accommodate any more subdivisions right now. Those decisions have, have a negative impact potentially, right? Yeah, but, you know, that, that action fell within the guidelines of our growth policy that was approved by council and approved by the school board. So it was industrial property. We did turn it into residential property, but it had a lot of extra value. It, it brought in about $4 million that the developer was going to do as far as improvements into our greenways and into our roads. It made a safe passage for, for our school buses to get from the bus depot over to the new middle school. Uh, it also extended some greenways, so it brought a lot of value to the community. So it fell within the guidelines of the growth policy. So that, so it got kind of lost in the weeds. Oh, they're taking industrial property and making it residential, and we're going to end up being Mountain Brook. Because right. that's what and it turned into, right? It turned it into is. that kind of issue. And people don't look, uh, like I said, Earth. They really don't look at the big picture a lot of times. They just see how things affect them personally. And a lot of the neighbors at first were, were against that. And then after they really realized what was happening in, in the grand scheme of things and the value that it was going to bring to their area, they were for it. But you got to identify some – if you're going to go to that next step of not relying on rooftops, you've got to either identify 
property within your city limits that's industrial or commercial that can mm-hmm. bring a higher return, right? Or annex some of those places, uh, but you're left with not too much left to annex. So what, what, are there places out there that, that, that have been identified that would be, cause, cause, you know, ideally, I mean, you know, um, you know, hit me, hit me in the face with a feather over and over again. If if ten suppliers for Mazda Toyota want to be in the city of Madison, right? Well, a couple of things. We have over two thousand acres that we can still annex into the city. Uh, we have an industrial park that our planning department's working really hard with a lot of uh, folks that are going to be suppliers for the Toyota Mazda. So we have some available uh, lots there for warehouses and business. And then, of course, we're investing in town Madison. That's going to bring a, a ton of value to the community. And we're also in the process of redeveloping certain buildings. The building across from uh, City Hall, Hughes Plaza, has pretty much been torn down and rebuilt. And there's going to be about 15 to 20 new businesses coming in that facility alone. So we're also working on our uh, downtown area, trying to revitalize some of that as well. So you get into these things, and you were relating that story about the person who, you know, wanted they were going to not vote for you because they didn't get a four-way stop, and you brought it to the people who could make the decision, and it didn't happen that way. The average person gets that, don't they? I mean, I would think that you can't, it's not a dictatorship. I think the average person gets the bigger picture when they look at it, but again, when it's personal, it just takes a different tone with folks yeah you didn't try hard enough for me so right but but, but i i have been in such a I've, I've lived in and out of huntsville now for a long time and i remember a, a member of the uh, council who i didn't share any particularly uh, political beliefs with we were on the opposite <laughs> ends of the spectrum but i had great respect for her uh, jane mabry she was uh, i don't know how long ago she served it's been years ago uh, when i first moved here and I remember I, I had great respect for her because I always knew where she stood. Right. I didn't agree with her a lot of times, and and I think it, uh, she was also my council member for a while. Um, but I, I remember I, I respect people I disagree with if I know where they're coming from. Right. And they can explain, well, this is why I disagree with you on this. Mm-hmm. You gain some respect for people. Um, and, and, I, and I'm guessing you have then the people who say, well, if you can't do it for me, I'm never going to. Never going to trust you again. I'm never going to vote for you again. There's nothing to do with those people, right? No, there's not. It's funny you say that because one of my opponents from the previous election, uh, I met with him a couple of years ago, and he said, he said, Steve, I've agreed with everything that you've done, but you voted to keep Three Springs open after the escape, so I'll never vote for you again. That was a, a that was a mistake on the city's part, right? I mean, no. Th- th- Hadn't that, go, but they had had other incidents prior to that, hadn't they? They had some other people run away from that facility, uh, and we looked into it. Uh, but after that one incident, <clears throat> when they come up to revoke their license, you know, it was a split vote. Uh, but I realized early on that we were not set up for success with that vote. And if we would have voted to shut that down at that time, we did not have state support. We did not have any legislative support at all. We would have been sued, and we would never have that opportunity to come back to us again. So in the end, it all worked itself out. Well, what we right? did, we strategically said, okay, we're going to keep you open, but you got to follow these guidelines, and we're going to put restrictions on you. And if you don't uh, uh, obey, then there will be some issues. And sure enough, with about a year, year and a half later, uh, they didn't obey, and we was able to revoke it successfully. So, so that was just—I don't want to say dumb luck, because the opposite of that. Um, what happened in that in, in that particular instance was not was not a normal. Uh, it was basically an escape, right? That that went really wrong. Correct, if I recall. Correct. Um, and but if that what would not, nothing exactly like that had happened before. Correct. So you guys were having to judge judge it based on. Um, on the pattern, right? Not right. just that one. Right. They had had other now, and to kind of complicate things, some of that facilities in the county, some of it's in the city of Madison. So there was always kind of a question was who was in charge of that facility because of the split, you know, municipality. Is, that, is it all in Madison now? Uh, since we purchased it, we've annexed all of it into the city of Madison. Now it becomes what? Uh, we're actually doing a survey right now. People can get on the city of Madison's website and go t- and do a uh, one of those monkey surveys and and say what do you want from this community center because it, it is going to turn into a community center. Uh, we're going to have some office space in there for some of our nonprofits like American Legion, uh, Crisis Center, and things like that. 
but we're also going to turn it into senior center and, and have some other options for folks as well. What's the other big issue? That one, you know, we talked about that. That that's one of those that ended up being a red herring. Uh, and I didn't know that there were all these other aspects could have ended up in court by by extend over extending yeah. your authority. I guess it was set up to be really bad for us, but I think we handled it in a very good situation. And 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 it got resolved in the end because now you got a building you're going to be able to do something with. I suppose. Correct. I want to get to I, I guess infrastructure is the other one that's going to be always biting you in the butt, right? That's always going. You know, since I've been on council for eight years, we probably spent sixty million dollars on roads. We did the uh, I-565 County Line Road interchange. We've widened County Line Road to five lanes with with, uh, side paths on either side. So uh, it doesn't matter how much money we put in. There's always going to be more. All right. We'll talk a little infrastructure and a few other things. I mean, with with growth comes challenges. But like we said before, you'd rather be doing that than be... Akron, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if Akron's doing well or not. I just threw it out there. More with Steve Smith coming up. You're listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. One stall on the board. This one's 72 westbound near Moore's Mill. That one may be moved out of the way already. Maybe a couple more minutes there. Everything else looking good. Traffic at a heavy level. You be careful as you make your trip in. Have you ever tasted Popeye's ghost pepper wings? You get six of the ghost pepper wings and a biscuit for $4.99. Popeye's, 72 and Jeff, University and Jordan and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. My show isn't just about left and right, Democrats versus Republicans, liberals fighting conservatives. The Mike Gallagher Show is about life, family, friends, how you're going to pay for your kid's college, what information you need to get that promotion, how do you help your fellow man. It's also about standing up to power, whether that's the senator who's handing out favors to big donors or the race hustlers who divide us. Follow the Mike Gallagher Show at Facebook or Twitter at Radio Talker Mike and online at MikeOnline.com. It's the Mike Gallagher Show. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. This Girl Scout cookie season, we Girl Scouts would like to say thank you, America. Thank you, cookie cravers, thin mint enthusiasts, peanut butter patrons, shortbread devotees. Every time you take a bite of a Girl Scout cookie, it's good for us. Your coconut and caramel cravings are our chance to practice goal setting. Your midnight snacks help us learn to manage money. Your freezers aren't just full of tasty treats. They're packed with entrepreneurship. That's right, entrepreneurship. You probably can't taste the business ethics or the decision-making or the people skills, but they're in there in every single mouthful. Every time you eat what's in the box, we learn how to think outside of it. So raise a glass of milk and raise our chances to reach our potential. Eat up, America. We're counting on you. I'm Catalina. I'm Melody. I'm Katie. I'm Devin. I'm Hannah. I'm Abby. I'm Juliana. I'm Nicole. I'm Olivia. I'm Colette. I'm Stefania. And we approve this message. The Girl Scout Cookie Program. Think outside the box. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. The call and the information are free. Call 1-800-211-6137. That's 1-800-211-6137. Do you feel like your garage or workshop is drowning in sawdust? I'm Danny Lipford with Tips for Today's Homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about a simple way to solve that issue right after this. Ready for some home improvement inspiration? Full episodes and seasons of Today's Homeowner TV are now available on Crackle and Prime Video. Grab your favorite streaming device and watch Danny Lipford and Chelsea Lipford-Wolf as they help real homeowners maintain and upgrade their homes. Get their expert how-to advice and simple solutions to make your house the best-looking one on the block. 
Watch for free on Crackle and on Prime Video for subscribers. Search for Today's Homeowner and start watching today. Sawdust is a necessary byproduct of many of the projects we do around the house, but nobody likes dealing with it. Now, most of the power tools we use have a port that's intended to connect to a vacuum hose so that we can control the dust. But at my house, the size of the tool port never seems to match the size of the hose on my wet-dry vac. If you have this challenge, try this. You can cut a 2- or 3-inch section from an old bicycle inner tube and stretch it over the end of the vacuum hose, then slip the other end over the dust port on the power tool to create a universal adapter and solve the sawdust crisis. This simple little trick should keep your workshop or garage nice and neat. I'm Danny Lifford with tips for today's homeowner. Sterling on Sunday, the excitement never stops. Fighting your neighbors who have better Halloween plans than you. We will have team coverage, plus changing attire on the interstate. The real dangers exposed this Sunday night. Sterling on Sunday. Sunday nights from 9 to midnight on WTKI Talk. You pay for this! Hi, I'm Marion Platt. Welcome to Heartbeat. I have a drawer full of cords and cables. It's actually pretty ridiculous since I don't even know which cable goes to which gadget anymore. I hate to admit it, but when I need a cable, it's hardly ever there. It's a mess of confusion. Instead, I just go to an electronics store. I can walk right in and get just the one that I need. And there's usually someone there who'll help me find it. Finding the right church can be a little like finding the right cable. There are so many to choose from. A good place to start is with a friend or a relative who's already connected to a Christ-centered church. If you're looking for the right fit, that's where I'd start. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Uh-oh, guess what day it is? Julie. The official health care provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. It's hump day. Yep, sure is. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call all-weather heating and air conditioning, 256-852-8825. Alabama certification number 83073. Well... What a forecast. Short and sweet. Sunny today, sunny tomorrow, clear overnight. The weekend much of the same. 76, the expected high today, 74 tomorrow. We're down in the 40s. We'll get to 53 for a low tonight. Uh, and then down to 46. And by the time we get to Friday night, 44. Oh, wow. 49 right now. Feels good out there, doesn't it? Fall is here. It is definitely here. We're hoping it's not fake fall, too. You know, because yeah, yeah, who'd want another hot spell in all of this? Uh, Steve Smith is the incumbent for Madison uh, City Council District 2. Um, he'd like to stay there. Now, now, you mentioned there are industrial areas that accom- could accommodate Mazda Toyota suppliers and similar, because you got to have some payrolls in Madison, right? I mean, ultimately, you can't do it with rooftops. That that's got to be a, is that a major concentration now for industrial development? Well, what folks? what comes with the payrolls is a lunch crowd. Mm-hmm. So people want new restaurants and things like that, and restaurants look at Madison. But the thing that we kind of suffer on is a lunch crowd because everybody goes to work in Huntsville, so we mm-hmm. don't have a large uh, number of folks in the Madison area to, that to go out and eat. So that's one thing that kind of works against us. And uh, bringing in those businesses does bring that lunch crowd, and it helps you know bring in the restaurants with it. Now the existing area, I guess, down there where the big FedEx facility is and all of that—that's that's the airport um, industrial park, I guess. Good chunk of that is in Madison, or mostly in Madison. All of that's in Madison. All of it's in Madison. Yes. Okay, because because again, it's associated with the airport. A lot of people would assume it's part of Huntsville, no, it's but it's all Madison. It's all Madison. So that's area that will could be potential some holes in there, right? Right, and that's what I was talking about earlier. A lot of people are coming to us because they want to be close to the plant, and uh, they can go in there, then they got a straight shot down the street to get to the plant. But there's other identifiable property besides that that's available, right? Yes, yes. We have uh, property on Kennelline Road that could be industrial, uh, that could be commercial, 
So we've got it, you know, it's just kind of scattered throughout. So that area, they're redoing that road, by the way, the old 20, I guess, where yes. the where the uh, the uh, the bottling plant there right. on the corner of County Line. Yeah, they're they're widening that. So so all that uh, that area and all the way basically to the plant is potential. Some of it in Madison, some of it not. But yeah. all of that potentially is industrial. Right, I, I don't some kind of industrial development, right? Yeah, I don't see housing or, or retail going in that area. And that's on the other side of the railroad track. That's on the south side of the track. So it it's is. pretty much separated from residential anyway, right? Right. Yeah, there's a good divider. So we've kind of that's part of infrastructure, but but as far as uh, a lot of people have have brought this up and I'm again it's part of what happens. Um people are concerned, uh have voiced concern about um County Line Road and all the signs and all the development and all the, you know, I guess a lot of billboards down through there. Um, you got mostly, I guess, residential on the on one side, and then you guess, I guess, on the Limestone County side, you have a little bit more commercial. Um, it it, it kind of is what it is. I mean, it, it sort of looks university drive-ish, but but what's your what's your alternative? You know, right? it's, it's interesting you bring that up because when I first got on council eight years ago, before we widened County Line Road, that was one of my biggest concerns. Was going in was I did not want County Line Road to turn into a Highway 72, and it sort of is now. Well. It is, but it's not what I was, cause I don't, knowing County Line Road has a lot of subdivisions on it. I didn't want the commercial retail that was coming to County Line Road to, to take away from that commercial or from that residential value. So what we did, we passed, we updated our signed ordinance and we put a lot of restrictions on businesses that were coming in. So with buffering, with the way they could look, uh, how tall their signs could be, uh, you know, just to make sure that it fit in with the surrounding community. And I yes, the businesses are coming, which is good. That's what people want. Uh, but they're adding to the value of the homes and not taking them away. And there is a buffer, right? I mean, a lot of these communities that are on the on the, if you're heading north, I guess on the east side is where most of the subdivisions are. Not that there aren't some entrances on the west because you got a high school over there too. Um, but on the on the on the side toward the east, you've got a nice buffer there. A lot of them have. Embankments and and, right. and any, kind of almost looks gated, which kind of helps yeah. buffer it a little bit from the commercial aspect. Any right? business that comes into kind of line road that backs up to residential area, it requires to be buffered, whether it's through tree line or like say a berm or something like that. But it it has to be buffered. Moving cars. I mean, like it or not, some people say, well, we'll never use cars are going to be around. We're, we're Americans. We like driving <laughs> ourselves, right? Right. Even if it's self-driving at some point, we still want to go where we want to go when we want to go, right? Exactly. So that gets back to infrastructure as far as roads go. Right. Um, you, you talk about the widening of the county line. Is uh, I see at some point, and some of this involves other jurisdictions, but Huntsville-Browns Ferry is going to have to be four-lane all the way to 65 at some point, isn't it? It is, and, and we've already... Already made arrangements and, and talked to the city of Huntsville and Limestone County and even Madison County because when we were getting our package ready to help bring Toyota to town, that was one area we identified as a city that we could contribute. You know, we can make sure that we put money towards Huntsville Browns Ferry because it's an access point to the to the plant. So uh, we've committed a million dollars to that project and we're working with us again other municipalities to make sure that get, gets done. We've kind of danced because we haven't got quite to it. You mentioned it once. Uh, 72 is the elephant in the room. Yes. How do we fix that one? And, and now you're talking state, legislative delegation, counties, multiple counties. Exactly. Multiple cities. What do you do? You just keep working. You know, you, you keep working with the state legislatures. Uh, Mayor Finley and myself have made several trips down Montgomery trying to, uh, you know, keep the ball rolling to see what we can do and, and get things widened. So it's just a process. Any road, whether it's a, a, a neighborhood street or a Highway 72, it's a process to get done. You know, some states do a really good job of that, and you see it in some new development. I'll see it when I travel, where the, where access roads become a big bene, bene, uh, benefit to situations like this. And I don't know if there's room quite – you'd have to do some sacrificing. But a lot of the and, – and, and then, of course, you have these deals you make, and then you got to go, oh, crap, we screwed up. There are a couple of places along 72 where the developer has said, we don't want a connection to the other 
right. shopping center, which has created more of a bottleneck. But in some places, I see a natural opportunity for some access roads that would take that through traffic and local traffic away from each other, and you wouldn't have to have as many traffic lights. Maybe. Right. I don't know. And, and I agree. And one of the burdens been on council for me is when I travel, instead of enjoying where I'm at, I'm always looking at the roads and what condition they're in and what do they do compared to what Madison does. So I guess it just comes with a job. But but there is a, a certain area where our target center is on 72, and then we have the little strip mall next to it that's got mm-hmm. the Dunkin' Donuts. There's no connection. Yeah. And you got a couple of restaurants in there, and, too. And there's restaurants are, yeah. and, a, and a dessert place. So it's some really good businesses in there. But we've already talked to the state about that, because, and they're going to assist us with making those connections. Because our, our contract with the Target folks has kind of run out, so we're free to kind of do what we want to do and need to do. And that's definitely one area that we can make that connection. Because you, you sort of have, it's kind of pocketed, and I see this in Huntsville as well, where you see access roads kind of already there, and of course they use access roads for the parkway, which is, you know, for better or worse, that's a lot of traffic volume. Right. But you get those people off the main part. And the main part moves a little better, right? It does, and that's why we we put a big emphasis on our con, uh, collector roads, you know, because the more people we can have on those and get them off the Highway 72s, then that just helps move traffic all the way around. What am I missing transportation-wise? Have I, meant, have I missed anything? Am I, am I missing one? I mean, you guys, north to south, you seem to have figured it out. Hughes is, is pretty good. You got, well, you know. You know, we're still in the process of widening Hughes. That's going to be a phased project. Uh, same with Waltrana. Uh, it's just, you can't do it all at once because you shut everything down. We've only got three main north-south, you know, roads, and we can't shut them all down at, at the same time. Yeah. So we've got some funded projects that are just kind of on the shelf waiting for a chance to, to get them done. Well, you got something about the name, Waltriana Sullivan, Waltriana. Confuses the crap out of everybody. <laughs> yeah, if you're from out of town, it's terrible. Uh, hey, we'll get, let him do a little politicking here at the end, and we'll talk some more with Steve Smith. District 2, City of Madison, you folks in District 2 are voting on Tuesday. Uh, you got two choices. We'll talk some more. Coming up. This morning, America's First News with Gordon Deal. News, humor, and expert analysis. Early mornings, 4 to 6, on WTKI Talk. It is not a bad ride in for you this morning. Traffic's been moving along in pretty good shape. Heavy level all across the valley, but right now no wrecks, no stalls, no traffic signal problems to pass along. You be careful on that trip in. Are you tired of waiting through hundreds of resumes and still not getting the right employee? Snelling can help. Let them do the legwork. 382-4000. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And when we did need a major repair, Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helped shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. 
sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard, aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-413-1391. That's 1-800-413-1391. 1-800-413-1391. Call now. Our customers want best-in-class solutions, so we've added some new vendors like Conica Minolta, Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi, and our next-level team has added Premier Automation Solutions. We're not here to sell you one product. We're here to help you find the right solution for your specific needs, even if it means we don't sell you anything. Drake Avenue and at LyosiGroup.com. Over 50 years of doing the right thing. The Inspiration without all that screaming. Fred Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM WTKI Talk. If they don't win, it's a shame. Cause it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. You know, I, I, I am a little in awe of what the uh, the trash pandas have been able to do without throwing a single pitch. They've, they've done, been making money and doing stuff, they've, right? They've done a really good job. You know, the plan was for them to do baseball and then eventually bring on non-baseball events maybe in, the, in year two. But uh, the pandemic's kind of forced them to, to readjust and do, try other stuff. And try yeah. other stuff. And they've, been, they've done a great job, and they've got a great Christmas uh, program coming on board here in another month or two. You, and, again, you're, you're, you're having to adjust as, on the fly, right? Yes. And, yes, and, yes. and government's not – this is private sector. Government's having to learn to do that, too, and it's a lot more cumbersome because it's yeah, government, right? It is, and I think that's one strength our council has is, you know, myself being a small business guy, and we've got two or three other small business guys, and, and that's just how we used to operate. And, I want to get to this. We, we, we got, I want to spend. We'll give you the bigger segment to talk about some other stuff. But you know, it does not escape me. And I think you know, I, I look back at um, Limestone County throughout their commission chairman. I guess a cycle ago because he got a little too chummy with Madison. All right. About half your district is in Limestone. About half is in Madison County. Um, the majority. I mean, arguably, the majority of the population of Madison is going to be Limestone County in the future. It should dawn on the people, and I think, I hope it does, on the Limestone County Commission and the people who live in Limestone County, that the majority of their their county commission is eventually going to be Madison residents. How can it not be, right? Correct. With all the land that's available to Annex at some point, with all the developments that's been in the pipeline for years that are just coming on board now, uh, that community in Limestone County is growing and and. It's going to change the dynamics of Limestone County politics. Do you see more? Is there a, is there a realization of that uh, on on that side of the line, or are we going to have more of these squabbles over school money and that kind of thing, or do or do you think it, it's it's over? Well, I, I think it it come to the realization when that last agreement was approved by the school board in Limestone County. You know, people understand. Now, whether the uh, politicians realize how soon or when that's going to happen, I don't know. But uh, I think, uh, you know, that's been settled. The die is cast, as they say. Or correct. the ship has sailed. <laughs> Whichever one you want to use, right? <laughs> correct. All right. Correct. We'll talk a little bit more about why Steve Smith would like to stay in uh, that job at District 2. I'm still, uh, excuse me, Madison City Council. See, I moved you already. <laughs> uh, and we'll let him do a little politicking at the end, which is custom here. All coming up. Surrounded by idiots, we can still smile. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. I'm Mike Gallagher. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11 on WTKI. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. 
The data mining company Palantir is launching its stock today on the New York Stock Exchange. The company is a defense contractor and helps large companies to process and understand information. The company is not going public in the traditional way. Instead, it's allowing existing shareholders to sell their stock on the NYSE. Walt Disney shares are slumping. Not only did Disney reveal plans to lay off about 28,000 employees at its theme parks in California and Florida, but the Wall Street Journal says that is on top of Disney delaying its big summer movie Mulan and releasing it on Disney Plus and ESPN dealing with scaled down sports. After Disney connected its movies with toys, theme park rides and TV shows, the company now appears more impacted than its rivals to disruptions of the coronavirus. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Customers, students, and staff expect a new level of clean. Cintas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. Cintas performs surface sanitizer and disinfectant spray services to common touch points, installs and refills touchless hand sanitizer dispensers, and provides commercial laundry services to help minimize employee exposure. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. This got a wreck in Limestone County, 251 near Lindsay Lane. That one may have an injury involved. Everything else has run really smooth this morning. I don't see any other wrecks, stalls, or traffic signal problems. Injured in a motorcycle accident? Send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. Do you ever lose your balance or feel dizzy for no apparent reason? Do you hear ringing in your ears or have migraines? These are all signs you could have a problem with your inner ear or vestibular system. To learn more, call the Vestibular Disorders Helpline at 800-837-8428. That's 800-837-8428. Sponsored by the Vestibular Disorders Association. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh, baked bread. And don't forget those great sides. Fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings and fries. Huntsville's original sub. Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. The Humidor Pipe Shop's a great place to hang out with friends, enjoy a good smoke, and people that appreciate pipe tobaccos, cigars. Good friendly atmosphere. You can smoke inside. The camaraderie of sitting around here and just visiting with friends and enjoying a nice cigar. It's amazing the number of business transactions that you'll see occur in here. I enjoy coming down here. It's the only place you can really come to go smoke a cigar, buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys, catch up on a day's politics. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest, now open Sundays, noon to 6. September morn. Common Sense 101. He really makes it that simple. Tom Sullivan, weeknights at 8 and Saturdays at 3 on WTKI Talk. September 2020. I feel a lot of people will be anxious to see us just go ahead and say goodbye to this one and move on into October. Uh, it's October 1st tomorrow, by the way. Uh, anyway, Steve Smith, incumbent with the Madison City Council District 2. He'd like to keep that job. We're going to chat some more with him coming up in just a second. For rebates and low payments on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All-Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. Alabama certification number 83073. Here's what we're looking at. Uh, it's not. It's short and it's sweet, and I like it. Uh, we're, fall is here. Uh, I mean, it just feels so much like October already. Sunny today, clear overnight, sunny tomorrow, 76 the high today, 74 tomorrow. Uh, and by the time we get to Friday night, we're talking 44. So we might dip into, I don't know if we're in frost territory yet, but we're getting close. So right now, we're, we're looking at 52 Huntsville, 51 Decatur. Uh, Steve Smith, as we mentioned, is the incumbent for Madison uh, City District 2. Um, natives restless this time around. 
just part of the growing process and part of the success, or or were there some miscues on the part of, uh, you know, because you do sit on a council, right, and you have an administration that that you support and all of that. Correct. Um, there, there. I mean, it hadn't been perfect, right? And and that always helps make people a little <laughs> a, a little itchy for change, right? Yeah, I think one thing people really don't realize is council are only powers as a group. You know, we're there to approve the spending and make policy. That's our role. And we can't go in there and dictate, you know, work to employees or anything like that. That's the mayor's job. He's the operation guy. So we're there to support the mayor. And I think my time on council for the past eight years, you know, you can always improve. You can always get better. Uh, I think we've made a lot of strategic decisions over the past eight years. And maybe you don't see the results of those decisions yet, but... When you look at our budget, the way it's grown, the way it's starting to work more for us than against us, uh, it adds up. And over time, you can start telling the difference. How much is enough time, do you think, to serve? Honestly, I think two to three terms. I, I would probably say three. I think the first term, you just spend the four years just trying to get your feet underneath yourself and figure out how city government works. Uh, your second term, you're a little bit more productive uh, going into a third term. I feel like I've got uh, the experience to help the first-timers, you know, get on board a little bit quicker. And it just, you've got those connections, whether it's local or down in Montgomery, to, to just be more effective your third time around. Because you've got to start adding people to your speed dial, right? Particularly in a multi-county city. Right. Which we're having more of those. I mean, Huntsville's now in three counties. Um, but, but that's part of the, part of the, having to develop those new relationships and you don't do those overnight no you don't it, it takes time and and mayor and i've been down in montgomery several times this past year uh so you know the the governor's chief of staff know him personally now and when we can go down there and bring back eight to ten million dollars uh to put towards roads in our cities it makes a difference it, those connections make a difference which takes us right into why steve smith for another uh, another term uh why would you like to keep that job and tell people where to find your campaign well i'm very proud of of the progress we've made when i first got on council we were having to borrow money to fill potholes and now we're paying cash for everything that we do unless it's a huge project in which we have to go get bond money so just Going through the process, making sound strategic financial decisions, uh, and knowing that there's still some things that are got some work to do out in town Madison and, and with the roads. I just want another four years to, to make sure it's done the right way. Um, I'm on Facebook. It's Steve Smith, Madison City Council District 2. Uh, reach out anytime. I'll answer anything anybody's got for me. So um, you're you're looking forward to this being over on Tuesday. I'm assuming. I am. I am. It's it's been a long go, but you know I've, I've enjoyed it. I like it now. Talking to people, I like answering questions. There's a lot of bad information that's been put out there. I uh, spend my, half my time trying to just make sure the right information's out there. Welcome to politics. Exactly. Right? Exactly. All right. And again, where do they find you? Uh, Facebook, Steve Smith, Madison City Council District Two. All right. Good luck on Tuesday. Good seeing you. Thank you. You make me feel that way September morning still can make me feel that way A pro at playing with the pussycat and keeping you informed He really is talented Fred Holland on WTKI Talk Hey, I'm Tim Dennis. And I'm Brian Hewitt. And we're the Beer Guys. We're talking craft beer right here every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. If you don't know your Pilsners from your Porters, we can help. And if you're looking to up your beer game by drinking some great brews from our area, we've got you covered, too. We talk to the people from here that make the beer that you want to drink. Join us for Beer Guys Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WTKI. The Alabama Securities Commission regulates investing in Alabama. Financial professionals, investment advisors, stockbrokers, and their products must be licensed. Investment frauds mirror current headlines like finding a vaccine for the coronavirus or rebuilding communities damaged by storms. Protect yourself and call 1-800-222-1253 to verify that the person offering an opportunity and the product are properly licensed. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. 
celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk.